笑着。Welcome back, listeners, to a very special episode of Toy Story Minute. It's very special because all our episodes are special because we talk about Toy Story Minute at a time. So true. And there are only so many minutes in Toy Story. Every moment of your life is special.、Mm-hmm. Have you told your friends you love them? Tell your friends you love them. People don't declare platonic love enough. Jeb,、Fair. I love you. Okay. High five. Boom, Foley, work. I see the little spiky.、Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm J- I'm John. I am Jeb, and we have Andrew and Kestra with us, who are in non-platonic love. I mean, I'm sure they also are in platonic love, but also other but, kinds. But but also like Kestra, I love you. You're my wife. I love you too, Andrew. You're my husband, guys. Like this I know is we're、so、supposed、nice. to keep this like G, but like she is pregnant with、yes. I'm assuming Andrew's child. <laughs> well, they don't. I mean, there could be artificial. I said I'm assuming. Okay, I didn't.、Well. I didn't. If not, who are we to judge? Right. We won't ask questions. <laughs> anyway, it's Andrew's child. Yes. Okay. <laughs> as far as you know, because what about aliens? So true. Like LGMs. Yes. No, it's no. Andrew's child. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. We, we won't question. I'll、anymore. leave that. Yeah. I mean, you'd know the best. I'm not a doctor, but Sid, I play one. Sid, Sid plays is, one、yeah. in his room, <laughs> but he plays one on TV. Yeah, not on TV. This, well, yeah, on TV actually. <laughs> This minute starts with Sid's bag being dramatically zoomed in on, and ends with him saying that the patient. Needs to go to the OR room. Well, no, he says OR room is prepped and then patient. Oh, and yeah, it shouldn't be of, OR、yeah. room. That's redundant. It is. Yeah, it's like ATM.、Hmm. Oh、machine. no, he says the OR is prepped.、I、oh, think he, he does、says. say that. Yeah, I think I just misquoted. ATM、it. machine is yeah, yeah, wrong. Where you put in your PIN number? Wrong. And your scuba apparatus. No one says that. No, they don't. No. Anyway, I love Sid's monster drawings. Yeah, they're super cool. We don't see all of Sid's bag in this minute, right? But it is strange that the monster drawings are the same on the outside as the inside. Did he draw on the inside does, and trace it? It does not look like a very、fabric. sturdy bag.、Mm-hmm. I think it just inked through, yeah. seeped. Yeah, yeah. He's very he he kind of tosses it around though. Like I feel like he doesn't mind that it's a cheap bag. He'll just、it's, get a new one. It's almost like Sid doesn't value any of his possessions. Or anyone else's, for that matter. <laughs> you, okay, does Sid have money? Because I don't know. He not he anymore. He bought the LSD at the arcade. Yeah, or buying the big one. Yeah, these millennials the, are the groaning. <laughs> he spent all his money on avocado toast, which the Pizza Planet also、yep. sells. Pizza Planet specialty avocado toast. <laughs> Avocado toast planet, more like. Yep, it doesn't roll off the tongue. So Nirvana awaits Not them、quite. through the mystic portal. Are they Buddhists? That's it. Are the LTOs Buddhists? I mean, no, it could be derived from some Buddhist principles. <laughs> Or as I as I said before, Kurt Cobain. He died in '94 while this movie was in production. They already recorded the line, and maybe they kept it in because they were like, you know Shout what? Shout out to Kurt. Kurt, we love you, Kurt. Good job, Kurt. Did he just、um, like understand Sid's musical tastes already? You know what? Maybe、yeah. it's both, or because... maybe there's like a there's like a cassette tape in that bag of Nirvana. Maybe it it's it's both Heaven and Nirvana as in the band because Kurt Cobain is dead. And、spoiler. they're going to. It's not a spoiler. It's real life. <laughs> I know. And they're going to heaven where he is. Maybe we don't know is... that for a fact. Chap, 
That's really mean to say. Hey. He was murdered by his wife. That's also, also really, mean, really to say. mean to say. <laughs> no, she hired an assassin. Don't worry about it. Conspiracy theory minute. Anyway, but Nirvana does imply reincarnation. Mm-hmm. How does that work with a hive mind? Are they all just like a spirit that cleanses itself? What are you doing? Mind exploded. Okay, but you have to say it because we're. That's why a I was going to. Okay, your mind oh, blew up. And then you said, "What are you doing?" Before I could say, my mind <laughs> okay. exploded. Well, I, I appreciate your commitment to the bit that you're doing the physical actions. Though. Yeah. Good job, Jeb. Thank you. Good job, Jeb. Yeah. Good, Good job, Jeb. But yeah, what is this cult of the crane? I mean, I feel like death cult is the way to go, but are they ultimately going to be reborn into a heaven? Are they going to become an ultimate creature with the minds of all of the United One Body? I think they just kind of took a bunch of pieces from a bunch of different cults. And mashed them all well, up. Buddhism's together. not a cult. Cults, religions, other things. Anything's a cult if you try hard you're being enough. Edgy. You're yeah. being edgy atheist. Richard Everything Dawkins is a cult, man. Wake up, sheeple! Shout out to our first ever minute. Woody tells Buzz to freeze, mm-hmm. but he's never had to tell him to freeze before, and right. we know at least in the future that they're willing to move to keep themselves safe. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that Sid was reaching for the LGM and not him. He's just stressed out. I guess. But it still seems weird that Woody's like, ooh, we can't reveal ourselves. Scud is the best dog in this movie. I mean, the best dog in this movie. He's the only one. I'm saying he's the best dog. He's not in this movie. No, Slinky is the best dog in this movie. (laughs) Fair. Okay, yeah. But Slinky doesn't do tricks like Scud does with the patient nose thing. Like that, that dude. Is, that is rather impressive. Yeah. That is an impressive. Well, it shows trick. that Sid really does care for Scud. And here's what I was alluding to: or someone else yeah. trained Scud. Well, doubtful. Sid seems but, the but most Sid involved. But Sid is giving him. him a toy. I don't think Hannah would be training. Hannah Scud. calls him a stupid dog, which yeah. we don't know if that's indicative of their whole relationship. But right. I mean, Sid is seen with Scud all the time. Mm-hmm. And he is giving him a toy. Yes. Like he, he wants to give Scud presents. As mm-hmm. I was alluding to earlier, I think the whole reason Sid went to Pizza Planet was, I mean, he went to have fun, but he also went to get Scud. Scud. A toy. Yeah, because we know he has other LGMs. Mm-hmm. He probably has gone to Pizza Planet before and gotten those out of the crane. Mm-hmm. So he was like, well, my dog buried Love his other toy. His. Yeah. I'm going to get him a new one. Yeah. That's such a considerate thing for a child who we, you know, is supposed to be some social, like, people interpret him as some sociopath, but no, he really loves Scud. lesser, quote-unquote, creatures, including, you know, toys and well, doggos. I mean, but sometimes the issue with sociopaths is that they can't relate to humans, not that they can't relate to pets. Mm-hmm. Fair, but... The only human he really not identifies Even with, talks, talks to. Talks to is his little sister Hannah and everyone's... Everyone's rude to their little sibling. Yeah. I mean... He does express, like, I think a reasonable amount of joy when his mom tells him that his Pop-Tarts are resident. Yeah. Like, that's a very human, that's joyous very, moment. That's very, very human. Yes. And mm-hmm. and not tainted by the darkness that he usually oh, has right. around him. <laughs> oh, right. Like, he's, he's just excited right. and happy. I'm like, okay, that's the kind of reaction I could have to Pop-Tarts. I would, yeah. If, like... I wish that I got fair. as excited about things as Sid gets about Pop-Tarts. <laughs> I miss being a, a child and having that glee in yeah. toaster pastries. Not the TV show. I ate Pop-Tarts show. yesterday. What? Mm-hmm. Not the TV show glee. Oh, no. I don't care for it. Yeah, you already said that yes, today. It's a thing. 
Anyway, I'm gonna nominate, although she has one of the worst character models, because, like, her, her face just looks kind of weird, looks and her flat. eyes look kind of weird. flat, I think. Yes. I want to nominate Hannah Phillips, though, for best hair in the movie. Her okay. little bob cut with it yeah. framing her, her face. Okay. It's really neat, and there's a later moment where she, like, looks around and her hair moves around really mm-hmm. cool. I like her bangs. I like her style. Mm-hmm. Her little okay, pink what, butterfly what's, shirt. What's she up against? She's up against Andy's mom with her ponytail. Her weird moving ponytail. Woody with um, his plastic hair. Yeah. Which I, is always on point. Yes. Because it's plastic. Can't yes. move. You know uh, what? Up Ooh. against Sid. Up against Andy. Sid's got up the buzz cut. Molly. And he's also got short hair. The yeah. kid, what about Molly? The kid playing Wacka Alien. Yeah, he's got nice hair. With the red that's curls. The same, that's pretty much the same as Molly, Molly though. Molly, like, Molly, yeah. the tight curls. Actually, yeah. ooh, let me put this out there. I think best hair in the movie, if it's not Hannah, the troll doll. Mm-hmm. She okay. keeps it. I mean, Buzz but, even, like, comes But it, it took right? Buzz to help get that on point. True. And Hannah's Hannah, maybe just, like... That might be how she wakes up. As far as we know, she woke up like that, yeah. I'm not a model. The camera just turned on. I woke up like um, this. Yeah. Does Buzz the baby have hair? Head, the baby head? Not the best hair. I don't no. think so. He's bald. Why would Why would he be bald? I'm assuming. Do you think he shaves it? I think or he has a military cut. I think he's got the military cut. I oh, like a, like a sharp... Sharp yeah. Haircut. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be really weird to see. I don't want to see him like... I think he would look like Drew Carey. Yeah. But without glasses. I think he, yeah. Drew Carey. Like, William like Drew Carey or like William hosting, hosting Prices Right now, because he looks pretty, he looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Drew Carey's got a good look Or William him. Shatner, because that's who he's modeled after. Yeah, well, he's also modeled after John Lasseter. True. Hmm. Got me thinking. Memes. Memes. Anyway, so we have Hannah. I think you're right. I think that's the best hair. Yeah. Yeah. She, her actress is very, very minor. Sarah Freeman, who was a nine-year-old playing her, which, okay, before I even get into Sarah Freeman, how old do you think Hannah is? Would you say nine is a good age for her? I have taken issue, and it's been on Andy's room, with the assessment of Andy's Andy's age. age, Because I would say that Hannah seems younger than Andy. Really? Why? I would agree. Although, I I, but that's well, mostly based on size and the relationship between her and Sid. Yeah, because she's but, a little sister, and but, Andy's but, a big brother. Yeah, but we know but she Sid is older than Andy. Yeah, I know, but just those two, like, it doesn't, not throw but in I always pictured, at all. I, and I always imagined Andy and Sid being closer to the same age, but also, it doesn't track because... Hannah's attitude is more developed than Andy's. Like she, she is more mature in voice and in character than Andy is. Her design is less mature. But it could also be that she's grown up with Sid around. And girls yeah. mature faster than boys up until you know their teen years, even into their teen yeah. years. So that that could yeah. be a thing with it. I would say she's younger than Andy, but I couldn't possibly say that she's six years old. Yeah, would, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, we've established that Andy is anywhere from six to like eight, or maybe nine. I really think it's pushing it if he's ten. Yeah, honestly. But if I were to describe it, I would say, it, like, it, in my mind, I would say Andy would have to be like ten because I think Hannah tracks as nine, eight or nine. Well, that I'd but say eight Hannah or nine. might just not be. I mean, we don't see as much of Hannah as we do of Andy. True. Hannah, I could see Hannah being nine, and maybe she's just small. Yeah, yeah. She's petite. I mean, she, uh, she's petite. a little girl. She has none of them hit their growth spurt yet. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Because even Sid isn't like. 
big. He's not tall. Right. He's just big yeah. compared to toys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're all, they're all big compared to toys, because that's how that works. Yeah. But. So, but, I mean, if I were to, like, say how I think it should actually work out, Sid would probably have to be, like, 14, and Andy would be 11, and Hannah would be 9, but I know that doesn't track with, like, the information we actually have. Yeah, no, that seems too old for but all I, of them, honestly. Yeah, but I could see Hannah being eight or nine, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I want to say that she's younger than Andy, but it's like, well, no, she behaves like she's older than Andy mm-hmm. most yeah. of the time. Yeah. Like, but maybe Andy's just a little behind in some of the, yeah. the maturing. Because yeah. he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. He has a friend, so... Like... <laughs> or, or a father figure. Or that. Uh, he has toy father figures. He has Woody. And toy friends. But, that, that can't, I, but that's a little Woody rough. can't teach him how to be like a, a human being in society. <laughs> Woody though. can't teach him how to shave. Because right. Woody doesn't have actual hair. There's a lot Woody can't do for him. Yeah. Like talk. Have the talk. That'd be weird. I mean, That'd be really weird. Yeah. Woody doesn't... We don't know if Woody has... That's true. Yeah. Yeah, so. it's, it's tough. But if I... I mean, I guess if it really comes down to it, I would say that maybe Hannah's older than Andy. But it just it, doesn't it quite doesn't seem, seem like I right. Don't, I don't feel like right saying that out loud. But yeah, I agree. I just think they're they're such completely different children. And yeah. I mean, I could see Hannah and Andy both being maybe like seven or, or even eight. But I cannot see Hannah being as young as six. And I can't see Andy being as old as ten. Right. Yeah, that's that's where the issue is. They are each older and younger than the other in different ways. Yeah. And so it just kind of creates a disconnect. Uh-huh. So the actress playing Hannah, this is her biggest role she's ever had. Her name's Sarah Freeman, and she did, like, a bunch of bit parts in TV shows. Like, she's in, like, one episode of Roseanne or... I don't know what's it any name a like ninety sitcom she was a kid in it, okay. but she hasn't acted since two thousand four, mm-hmm. except in twenty eleven she was in a fan remake of Footloose, oh, as one of twenty five people playing what I think is the lead female role, but I'm not familiar enough with Footloose to know. So that's weird, right? That is weird. Just like, hey, Hannah from Toy Story, want to be in our Footloose movie? That's a f- well. Man? Maybe it's more like, hey, friend of mine, want to be in our Footloose movie? And then, like, after the fact, it's like, by the way, I was Hannah in Toy Story, and they're like, what? what? That has to be the kind of thing where, like, I can imagine going to like a your first day of freshman year, or going to like the ropes at camp and being like, here, tell a fact about yourself. Oh, by the way, I was Sid's sister in Toy Story. <laughs> That's definitely like a two truths and a lie kind of yeah. thing yeah. I would to be, use. Oh, it would be so amazing to meet someone who just drops, yeah, I was an actor for like a little bit, and I'm totally well-adjusted because I wasn't like a big actress or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was in Toy Story, a huge movie, as a role that like people know the name of. Yeah. It's interesting. Hannah doesn't do a lot outside of I mean, we see her outside of Sid some... But even then, she has his influence. I mean, she's got a little bit more in the finale. That's about it. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. As far as Janie, though, there's nothing interesting about her at all. No. The only interesting thing is what what happens to her later, which we'll get into, I guess. The only interesting thing is the fact that Hannah likes her so much. Why does Sid hold Janie up to the backpack? I I wrote that exactly. Like, he's showing (laughs) it to Like, I can't think of a scenario where, like, the backpack happened to be in the position. Like, it's, no, like... He holds it up to the backpack like he's showing the toys in the backpack. Hey, look, guys. She's sick. <laughs> look, new toys that I got. She's sick. 
It's really weird how the backpack is also kind of like angled up at Hannah. Mm-hmm. It is an interesting framing thing that I feel like feels more in place in like a, what is it, like Star Tours or something like that where you're like riding along it from the perspective than right. it does as like where the camera goes. It doesn't really ha- give any extra... Do you... We don't really get any benefit from is seeing this, it from no. the Buzz's perspective. Is this Buzz's perspective or Woody's? Probably Woody. Well, Buzz, we know because when we saw with Buzz's perspective that we saw the reflection as well. Right. So, I w- but that that could be determined by lighting conditions. But I think it makes sense that it would yeah. be Woody's because there's no no glass yeah. effect or anything. It, it's really weird that they would give it to any of them because most of the shots in this movie aren't from the perspective of a toy. Right. This is just that weird out of place camera yeah. choice. We get a few perspectives from Lenny. Yeah. True. It, it's, it's that serves a purpose. Well, though, do he's we like get them from Lenny or do we get them from the people looking through Lenny? Hmm. At the end, oh, when they're do, on the yeah, we do when the they're end, on the yeah. moving truck, oh, it's yeah, at least just true. Lenny. Yeah, and we get some from uh, Mrs. Potato Head in the third movie. Mm-hmm. But those, third those movie. have more explicit purpose. This is just weird, out of place. Yeah, like especially because in this kind of in an animated movie, the cinematography is all thought out after the fact. Intentional, yeah. I mean, cinematography yeah. is intentional. Yeah, anyway, no, like more like, like very, yeah. very like planned yes. out, like. But they get to like generate. Yes, yeah. this means somebody has to generate a like, close-up yeah. backpack fabric and zippers. Yeah. I would like to bring forward because this is a this is something that we probably won't bring up for a while. We haven't bring up, brought up for a while Andy's bookshelf time because I mean we haven't been in Andy's room. We probably won't see Andy's bookshelf time again until the next movie. But mm-hmm. I have a this movie specific segment that I like to call interior design with Sid. Oh. Okay, can we talk about the wallpaper in that house? The stripy green one? No, the... But also the other one that you can see on the archway before it turns into the weird green pattern? Uh, no, I didn't even notice. What is what is it? In, the, like, the entryway. Because, like, the green starts when you get to the stairs, but before that, behind Hannah, you can see, like, a weird pattern. And it's... Oh, yeah, it's oh, like... Say, it's like, like a... Pinkish and orange. Yeah, we'll probably see it from a better perspective. I I know we see it from a better perspective yeah. later. But yeah, that that is odd. But that's his parents' design choice, though. I think Sid's room is the coolest room. Mm-hmm. It like I wouldn't want to live his there. Black but, light yeah. and his I heart explosives bumper I, sticker. I want that bumper sticker and his Paul Bunyan, Bunyan poster. poster. Killing Paul Bunyan. Is that what? You yeah, got, you got a close enough view we, of we it. We tried seeing it, but we all we it's really out was hard Paul unless I, I had to look at HD screen caps because it's very hard to see in the actual You're film. doing the work. Killing Paul Bunyan and his Blue Ox of Doom it says. And he's got like, is he carrying guns? It's hard to tell. Let me look at this again because this is very important to me that we see if Killing Paul Bunyan is carrying guns. Uh, yeah, he's got like a laser cannon kind of. It looks almost <laughs> like a super soaker. It's very interesting. I know also that this poster makes a cameo in Monsters, Inc. at some point. Huh. Hmm. There's a lot of weird connections. And he's got his chest that says Toxic Keep Out, which yep. is a fun little design choice. We get another weird brand that only shows up once, which is the milk crates are from Fat Cow Farms, which is a great, a great thing awesome. for a farm. Can I just say, you know that, like, at some point, Sid did not have this room, and, like, this used to be the attic, and he oh, yeah. just needed to yeah. turn yeah. the well, attic into Sid his Sid has had space. so much freedom with this. He's a very creative child. Yeah. Again, a good foil to Andy. It's very interesting how Sid chooses to present himself because also kind of utilitarian. Mm-hmm. Like he's got his shelves and his desk, and the, it's it's like a workspace. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact that he keeps duct tape around. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if 
and he had duct tape in his room, Buzz would have fixed that spaceship in no time. Lickety split. Sid also, like, slams the door closed and does not lock any of his 18 locks. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just about to say that. <laughs> and yet, yet Anna does him. not come inside. Yeah. Maybe she's yeah, might be afraid of his room. <laughs> He's afraid of his own room? She's afraid of his room. Oh, yeah, that's, that makes a lot of sense. That's what I think. Yeah. It Also, it's it's interesting to note, because we were talking about times earlier, because of how late Andy oh, goes to... Yes, it's 10.50. Yeah. No, it's it's only nine fifty. It's only it's it, nine fifty. Well, okay, so well, the, I, the, 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 there's two clocks. two clocks. The one on the wall says something different from the one that's the alarm clock, which oh, he uses well, later whoa, as I, a as a working clock. Yeah, he yeah, uses the okay, alarm I clock didn't as see, a working clock. I didn't look at the alarm clock. So the alarm clock I think says eight forty five. No, the alarm clock says nine forty five. Nine forty five. The clock on the wall. Oh, says oh. eight fifty. Says eight fifty. Oh, yeah. You don't see the alarm clock till. So right a little at, bit yeah, into the next like the, minute, the, but yeah, that, that makes, yeah, that's weird. So wait, the alarm clock says what? Eight fifty? Eight forty-five? Nine forty-five. Nine forty-five. Hmm. So it might be almost ten o'clock, or it might be a little after nine. So how long has Sid been? How long was Sid at Pizza Planet? Or how long has it been since the when toys were does at your planet? mail get delivered in the summer? I mean, this could have been a UPS kind of thing, so it doesn't necessarily mean it's at noon ish like the mailman True. does. He says my package coming. You know, it but could have been, it's probably at least since well, like three o'clock, or else he would have expected to have seen it. I don't really. I, I'm thinking more of how long was it that Woody and Buzz were in Sid's backpack? How long of a trip was it back? Yeah. On his skateboard. And I wouldn't be surprised if it was at least half an hour. Mm-hmm. Seems like a, it would be a It's log. hard to tell because it was already dark by the time Andy and his family made it to Pizza Planet. Yup. Well, now it seems like it's dark, dark. Like, there's no sun. Yeah. Like, at so, all. But he could have been at... Do you think he went straight from the claw game back home? Well, what else would he have done? He has well, an empty he had to go get his. He had to go get his backpack, which means he stopped by the ball pit. Yeah, but that that's a couple minutes at most. Maybe uh, eat some pizza. Oh, yeah, I guess so. All we know about Sid is that he likes breakfast food, so... Pop starts, mainly. Pop starts. And, and fruit pop loops. Starts. Pops, pop starts. Pop owns the tarts. Pop but the I would, Gotta have I my would pops guess tarts. he was in transit for at least half an hour. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, and, which it could have gotten that dark by then. He did bring his headphones, which means he was expecting at least like a little bit of... He needed some distraction, which mm-hmm. I really like his... His headphones, like, are that kind of 90s, a little cheap-looking kind of headphones. Yeah. yeah. Which are different from the ones he has in the third movie, because the ones he has in the third movie are actually really nice. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it makes sense, because you're a kid, you're not going to buy super nice headphones for yourself. You're just going to buy headphones that... Yeah. You, you got to spend that money on toys to blow up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or duct tape. explosives. And, or and or the explosives, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he hearts explosives. He does. Sure does. I want that It's right sticker. next to his bed. First thing you see is at night when he goes to bed, and first thing you see is when he wakes up in the morning. So he can remind himself that he loves What explosives. do I love? Explosives. explosives. He wakes up and he's like, what's going on? Oh, that's who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the explosion kid. Am I Brink today? Nope. I'm Sid, because I love explosives. <laughs> I'm not Brink, I'm Sid! <laughs> do you think... What do you think Sid is like at school? Like Loves does explosives. He, who, are, who are his a friends? Bad kid. <laughs> he's one of the kids what who if like he hangs doesn't out. have friends. He's one of the kids who like hangs out under the bleachers and like does those like poppets or whatever. Like they, they throw on the ground and they like pop. Like you know, what I'm the, talking like about? mini explosives. Uh, like yeah. a black cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like goes under the bleachers and sets those off. Hmm. And they like aims them at like the football team. 
I would but think he, he's if a he's bully 12, younger kid. He's not going to be going to a high school football game. Yeah, true. It's not a football team. I don't know. Then maybe a he's, flag just, he's just picking team. on his junior high football team. Yeah, the did your junior team. high have a football team? <laughs> nope. Because yep. my middle yeah. school did not. Yup. My middle school definitely had a football. Mine there, did too. There was a football team organized for the junior high aged kids, but it was organized by the high school system. And it didn't have any gameplay during the year. It was only during the summer. We had a very good track team, though. I was on it. Is we that had... why you're saying it's good? Because you were on it? It was, it, was, it was both good, and I was on it. And we may or may not have scored points because I was on it. Good, good we, for you. We, we scored plenty of points because I was on it. I was pretty good. good. Well, my middle school, we had a, not an actual like team that's organized by the school, but like an after-school like kind a bas- of basketball club, club kind of thing. So, like, there was, like, a basketball team, and they went and competed with other teams that were their age, but they weren't our school name. Do you think Sid should or maybe volleyball. join a sports club? Hmm. Yeah. Well, he's Is there a skateboarding so club? So, he likes to... I, I, I could imagine him, if he was, like, more close to our age, instead of being, like, 12 in the 90s, being 12 in, like, the early 2000s, I can imagine him and his friends at, like, a skate park listening to pop punk. Mm-hmm. But instead, he's like a metal kid. He's mm-hmm. a metal metal head, he's and nobody else understands his music, so that's why he's isolated. Yeah. yeah. Well, do you okay? Do you think he's into Nirvana? Like, like yeah. the tapes might have been because yeah. he wasn't he wasn't singing that like, tracks stuff, that tracks though. yeah. I mean, but uh, I don't think Paul that's the only thing he's into. Is Killing Paul Bunny in a band or is it like a so. monster truck? I, I would think more like a monster a truck band. thing. But also, it, just based on that poster, I want to see Killin' Paul Bunyan versus the Iron Giant. And, <laughs> and he's got his Blue versus Locks Grave of Doom. Digger. So, that's something. Yeah. Blue Locks of Doom. Brad Bird. Boom. Connection. Although he's not involved in this movie. Fair. Later ones. Yeah. Yes. Incredible. It's still a connection. <laughs> we'll make all the connections we want, dang it. Mm-hmm. I love Toy Story, guys. Mm. Guys, tell your Toy Story you love it. See, I, I, was, I was the kind of kid who played sports. I was the kind of kid who more like sat in his basement and watched the videotaped off of the TBS edit of Back to the Future trilogy and read old copies of Shonen Jump. Hey, man, so. you can do it all. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> if you're a like, 12-year-old listening to this and you're feeling like maybe you're going down the path of Sid, just know like you can go join a sports team and you can read some manga and, and you can, and you not- can watch Back to the Future. It's not bad. It can be kind of bad to blow up your toys, I guess, because it's dangerous. But it's not bad to take your toys apart and put them back together. That's how you become, like... An engineer. Or yeah. or even just, like, handy. Yeah. It's how you learn stuff. Yeah. It's like... You learn how stuff works. Becoming Tim the Toolman Taylor. So go, go find a thrift shop. Find, like, an old computer keyboard. Disassemble it. See what it... I'm see gonna, how it works. I'm see what makes it tick. Pack, my bad. I'm gonna something. Pop some tags. Twenty twenty dollars at the thrift shop. In my pocket. Twenty dollars playing the crane game. Gonna get myself a giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. It's worth it. Go go play some arcade games. Go join that's a sports my, club. That's my radio edit of Thrift Shop by Macklemore. Macklemore. Yeah. Macklemer. Macklemer. Mac the Lemur. He's a character in Madagascar. Yes, Madagascar is the, the one that with lemurs. Yeah, I think no. so. Okay, well. This isn't Toy Story, but it's Pixar, so I'm bringing it up right now because it popped into my head and I want to say it. Have you seen the stuff about The Incredibles 2? No, I haven't. I'm excited for it, though. I saw that the beginning, it's going to start right after 60 ends, seconds right? after the end of the first movie. 60 I have seconds a theory. Physically. I have a minute. A minute. Though. 
Um, so is it going to be basically that's how long it took for them to defeat the Underminer? I have no idea. I have um, a theory that that's just for a cold open, and then they'll jump like fourteen years in the future. Yeah, which is that's what my everyone thought. wants. Every, like nobody wants the story of the Underminer. Everyone yeah. wants to see Dash and Violet and Jack Jack grown up. Although the un- I mean John Ratzenberger as a villain would be cool. I don't know. The Underminer could do some stuff. Wasn't there a video game of the Incredibles yes. that had the Underminer in it? Yeah. Yep. Huh. And he oh, could still come back. I mean, yeah, I was gonna say, is I mean, for him to like serve his time or something. That happened with they in the first cool. one where it starts out with buddies in it, and then it yeah. goes years later. Well, and buddies, buddies. probably villain. about yeah, he is sixteen well, years at least from not initially, yeah. but what if they just had the whole rogues gallery come back and like Bomb Voyage was there? Sacre bleu! I'd be into it. Bomb Voyage is fantastic. I was thinking, speaking of Pixar and feelings and thoughts. I was thinking about... You know who can't come back? Who? Buddy. Because he blew up? He got shredded. He'd be alive. He got shredded by... He could be half robot like Frieza. Don't even. Mm. No. (laughs) It would have to be like... No capes. No. Here's the thing. I was thinking about time frames of us. I mean, this is getting... Talking shop a bit, but... Okay, it's 2017. We're we're gonna be done with this movie by the end of the year, and 2018 will do Toy Story 2. And I feel like we could we could also like start Toy Story 3 and then. I mean, it depends how long our hiatuses are, but I feel like we might do a movie between Toy Story 3 and 4, probably. And so I was thinking, good options are. I mean, we could do Bugs Life. Love Bugs Life. Logical. We could do. I really love the idea of doing The Incredibles because it's such a rich, wealthy world and I love that movie. Mm-hmm. Up Minute sounds really good to yep. me, too. Wally's my favorite Pixar, but it might not be great for me. I mean, we, we, we still could eventually do it, but mm-hmm. at some point. Those are my like top three contenders, though. Bugs Life, Up, and Incredibles. I don't yeah. know. Do you have any like thoughts on what else could be good or what of those would be good? Uh, the, I was going to say know. Up or Bugs Life, honestly. Yeah. Up's I a mean, little rough because those first four I'll weeks cry. are gonna be very I mean, difficult. I'll next cry. season of this show, we're gonna be doing when somebody loves you, and that's Sarah McLaughlin, man. Okay, you want to know something kind of terrifying? So, you didn't cry during that scene, and you're a robot. No, <laughs> he is your baby is... gonna be half robot like Frieza? <laughs> Sorry, go on. There, there's an album. Samantha Barks. Who was Eponine in the Les Mis, the live action Les Mis, and she's been okay. Eponine in Les Mis on in London a ton, mm-hmm. and she sings "When Somebody Loved Me" on that album, <gasps> and it's like no, like you can't mix two of the saddest songs. Rude. Like like you can't have the singer of one of the saddest songs sing another sad song. Uh, it's and they're really both rough. about being alone. Yeah, it's really rough. <laughs> also, but she also sings Go the Distance from Hercules, and that one's really awesome. I think that Hercules has two good songs in it, and two not so good songs in it, and Go the Distance is the worst song in the movie, sorry. What? The what? There are four songs in Hercules, okay? I and think it's there's very more than that. more than that. It's very easy to rank them. Um, are... Okay, We've got the a opening. zero to hero. There's the gospel truth and then uh, so gospel. Go- we'll go in- oh, zero to hero and gospel truth are different songs. Yeah. Okay, there's five songs in the movie. Go the distance. Um, Philoctetes song, and then won't say I'm in love, which is by far the best. Love. And then zero to hero. Feel like I'm missing one. Um, the 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 star is born. Oh, born. that's the finale song though. Oh yeah, the finale song. You're right. But honestly, won't say I'm in love is like. A thousand times better than any of the other songs in that movie, and Go the Distance is the worst song in the movie, so... 
Won't Say I I'm completely in love disagree. Is, Won't Say I'm in Love is is definitely a top tier Disney it, song. It is mm-hmm. one of my favorite Disney songs. But, but Go, Go the, the Distance, distance I, I think is is, is very it, strong. It, but maybe this is why Kestra and I do a Disney podcast and you guys this are doing Toy Story. Figure into, well, I like Hercules. This shouldn't figure <laughs> into it, but whenever I hear Go the Distance, I always think of Ricky Martin's cover. La distanza is no importance. I don't speak Spanish, <laughs> but I did listen to a lot of Ricky Martin as a kid because I, like, I am still Mexican. And I mean, I don't think my parents were thinking of the queer Mexican angle either. But still, Ricky Martin, cool dude. But he sang that version, and it was it was very strange. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. It's fair. Do y'all have anything else to say about this bit? I don't. This has been a good week, guys. And thank you. I just want Disneyland to, when they open Toy Story Land, I want them, or I, Disney World. You want World, it to be good. I want Toy Story Land to be good, and I want there no, to be... Is it Pixar Land, or is it Toy Story Land? It's Toy Story Land. Toy Story Land. And it's at, it's, a, it's at Hollywood Studios. It's not going to be at Disneyland. And I want there to be a really good pizza planet. Yes. I want there to be an opportunity to meet Jesse. Uh, yes. I want there to be a You can a meet Jesse. But, like, I want all there to the be time. a whole thing, or like, separate sections that are dedicated to Buzz Lightyear, Star Command, and one dedicated to Woody's Roundup, and the whole, like, That'd be know, good. Cowboy Crunchies presents and all that stuff, with, like, the Prospector. The only cereal that's sugar-frosted and dipped in chocolate. <laughs> and Toy Story Land is supposed to be opening next summer. Yeah, oh, oof, and man. Gotta save up for a trip. There's yeah. two rides? There's, At least. I think... And one of them is a slinky roller coaster. <gasps> they should also have a claw game where you always get double prizes. <laughs> double prizes! Or a game where you get picked up with a claw and... You have to fight Ooh. against it. And then you get thrown through the air and dropped in a thing. Nice. And then a giant picks you up and takes you home, tortures some people in front of you, and then you spend the night... Alone I was on board for a little a while. while. <laughs> Not like great. Okay, wait. Here's how the ride starts. You start looking at some clouds and then one-eyed Bart comes out, but he's not one-eyed yet, and he says, you know, he wants to get the money. Basically, let's go through the entire movie in this ride, is what I want. Minute for minute. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dedicate, like, several hours to a movie that is, like, not even an hour and a half long. A.K.A. this podcast. Hey. Yeah, I, I was going to say, so what you want is an environment where people listen to this podcast. <laughs> Basically, here's what we <laughs> want, Until Disney. it's over. Play this podcast and lock people in a room, and then we'll get listenership, or they'll hate us. Probably both. <laughs> they'll tor- hate listening to us. Yeah. Oh, we'll get mean tweets. At me, bro. Yes. No such thing as bad press. I would argue that, I mean, old memes, but Scaramucci... Anyway, hey. So I guess that's it for this week. Thank you guys very much for coming on, and we uh, will be sure to have you on in the future. Yes, again, indeed. thank you. We will have you on for some of our stuff. Oh uh, yeah. Well, we'll discuss. We'll discuss things. We'll discuss. Um, so until next time, listeners, you've are, got a friend in uh, me. Y'all are my favorite snake in my boots. Y'all. Y'all, I've been saying y'all all week. No, you haven't. You've been I have. Saying, you have? I have. That's not even what Woody says. I know. But I'm like, Jeb, you sneaky snake I'm in my boot! With the poisoned water hole. <laughs> Do you think the poison in the water hole is snake poison? Yeah. There we go. Boom, we got it. Boom. Got, got it in one. Snakes don't have poison, they have venom. Aw, <laughs> oh, dang it. Ugh.